I'm Monica Kelly. My guest today is Ethan Forhetz. He is the Vice President of Public Engagement for Convoy of Hope. It's good to have you, Ethan. Thanks, Monica, for having me. Appreciate it. For those that don't know, what is Convoy of Hope? Convoy of Hope is a faith-based organization, a humanitarian organization. It's, uh, we have an international reach. We've been around since 1994. We help people. I think what we're known more for helping people through in this country is disaster relief. So anytime there's anything like what we just saw happen over the weekend with the tornadoes or Hurricane Ida or the wildfires out west, anything like that, we are there uh, in the immediate aftermath giving people the help that they need. Uh, beyond that, throughout the year, we feed children around the world, more than 387,000 kids we feed every school day. We have women's empowerment programs. We teach agriculture to people in different countries so that they can farm their land. Uh, there are a lot of pieces that go into Convoy of Hope, but right now what's in the forefront is disaster relief. Okay, and there, like you said, there has been unbelievable devastation in the central and yeah. southern parts of the United States. Tornadoes have just ripped through six states. We don't know how many lives have been lost. You're on the ground responding to the need. What are you seeing on the ground right now? It's really horrific in, in certain spots. Uh, when it, And it looks a lot like what you're seeing on TV or on your phone, on, on the apps. It's devastation in certain areas. Things are leveled, power lines down, trees down, buildings down, and then debris scattered all over the place. It's it well, we know it's a very powerful tornado. We don't know exactly how powerful in all the spots yet, but uh, this could end up being the longest tornado track in U.S. history, uh, and it's it's something that people need a lot of help with right now. Now, I know that you work with local churches in the affected areas. How have the local churches stepped up? How does that work when you partner with them? Convoy of Hope always partners with local churches because they are really our eyes and ears on the ground in a situation like this. Yes, we knew that the storms could be powerful that night, and our disaster team was watching them. Uh, but then we got on the phone with people from various communities, and many of those people are church leaders in the communities telling us what they're seeing, what they're hearing about what's happening on the ground. And that really allows us to figure out where we're going to send the supply and what exactly is needed there. Okay. And speaking of supplies, what sort of relief supplies have you offered the local churches? Yeah, we're, we're giving them really things that they need to get through today into tomorrow. So food, water, tarps for people who had their roofs partially blown off, cleaning supplies, people need that, uh, hygiene kits for people who have lost everything, just the basic necessities. It's amazing how when you go through something like that, uh, the basics are what you cling to and what you, you just need to get through today uh, to have hope for tomorrow. Okay, and where are you now? We have teams all over in uh, Kentucky. Mayfield, Kentucky is, is our big spot uh, where we're setting up shop. Uh, and, and you've seen the pictures of Mayfield on TV probably on the apps. It's a disaster area to a, a great magnitude. We're also in Princeton, Kentucky, Madisonville, Bowling Green, Dawson Springs, some places in Tennessee, Troy, Tennessee. There's such a long swath of this hurricane that what we've done is just go about things a little bit differently this time. Normally, we will go, we will send our entire team to one spot, and from there, we will go branch out into smaller communities. But this 200-mile swath of this tornado is so unique that we're going about relief in a different way. We are sending our trucks directly to the small towns all along that 200-mile stretch. Uh, therefore, we don't have one spot where we're gathering at this point. We're hitting spots all over the place, and that allows us to get more product uh, and relief supplies to the people who need them. To this point, we've already handed out more than 100,000 pounds of relief supplies. 
When you look at a town like Mayfield, Kentucky, which has suffered catastrophic damage, what do you say to somebody who has lost everything in that situation? Well, we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. That's our job. That's what that's what our role is following a disaster. So we give a cup of cold water in his name. We give food in his name. We offer a prayer if they'd like prayer. We do what we can to minister to them in more ways than one. We want them to know that the best is yet to come for them, that they can rebuild after this. Things can be replaced, but they're alive, and they're alive for a reason. And we just want to give them hope that they can still make a difference and that tomorrow is going to be a better day than today was. I can imagine that would be the biggest need. I mean, besides the obvious, you know, like tarps and food and water and things like that, is just hope because when you look at your entire town being gone and maybe, you know, you you don't know the outcome of a family member or friend or yeah. whatever, you just need hope. Hope is everything, really. Uh, hope is, is what we all cling to. Hope is what we need. And in times right after disaster, when you look around and it's devastation everywhere you look, everything you've known is gone, you can feel hopeless. So as part of what we do whenever we hand out the food and water and the necessities is give them hope that, yes, tomorrow can be a better day. If somebody wants to volunteer, they're listening to this and they're like, I want to help. What can people do? I would get in touch with a local church because that's who we work with. They have, local churches are so great. They're in every community and they have an army of volunteers already ready to go, right? They have a phone tree ready to go. So I would get in touch with a local church in the area and ask them what they're doing and just pitch in and help there. Beyond that, I mean, a lot of people aren't living in the area where they can do that. They have jobs, but financial donations are the way to go because what Convoy of Hope is able to do with the money is stretch it so much further than you would be able to do on your own. We can get five times the product that you would be able to get on your own, and we can get it to the people who need it. So the the best way to help in a situation like this, because I think even people watching from afar feel helpless. What can I do? It's a financial donation uh, to convoyofhope.org. And when you do that, just know that we are good stewards of the money you give us. More than 92 cents of every dollar last year went exactly where you wanted it to go. Charity Navigator for the last 18 straight years has listed us as a four-star charity. So you can know that your money is being put to good use. How do people find out where you're located? I've learned that word of mouth travels pretty quick. When we're in a spot, and in fact, just a quick story out from Hurricane Ida, we were traveling into a city, uh, Laplace, Louisiana, uh, following the hurricane. And we were going ahead of our distribution uh, to get set up and to scout it out. And we drove by and there were cars lined up for more than a mile. And I said to my, uh, the, the driver who I was with, I said, man, that's the parking lot we were going to use. There's already people lined up. Somebody else must be doing a distribution in there. So we pulled in and we stopped and said, hey, what's going on in here? And they said, we're waiting. Convoy of Hope is on the way. Aww. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing how quickly the word spreads when we're in a town, and especially when we're working with the local church, because they have all the community members. They have their finger on the pulse of the community and uh, able to get that product out out exactly where it's needed. Who else is doing what you're doing right now on the ground? Oh, there's all sorts of, of different great organizations. And, and they're, they're certainly, they're not competitors. We don't look at them this that way. We often work with them. Sometimes we'll be in the same parking lot with uh, Samaritan's Purse or another organization like that. But if you look around, there are organizations all over the place uh, coming in to help. And uh, we're just thankful that we get to be part of it. 
What made you decide, Ethan, to leave the job that you had to come to work for Convoy of Hope? I was in television for 25 years, local news. Uh, I worked in Las Vegas and Florida and St. Louis and Springfield. And for the last 15 years, we've been in Springfield, Missouri. My wife and I are both uh, TV news anchors, formerly now. <laughs> but we just felt like over the past couple of years, the Lord was leading us out. We felt a draw to go be part of a solution rather than what some people would say would be part of the problem. And the Lord did that to each of us individually, and then eventually we came together and and talked about it, and we both felt like we were being pulled away. We knew what a great organization Convoy of Hope was from our time in covering it on the news side for 15 years. My wife had been on a trip with them to Africa, even as a journalist. We knew the people and the hearts of the people who work here. Uh, So when the opportunity came about, we knew that it was from the Lord, and uh, now we're here doing the work that Convoy does around the world, and we're just uh, thankful to be part of, of such a great team. And now we feel like we are part of the solution rather than the problem. How specifically would you encourage us to pray? Pray for wisdom for Convoy of Hope, that we're able to get the product exactly where it's needed to the right people, and just for the people themselves to feel the closeness of God, that they would feel him close to them during this. He's closer than a brother, the Bible says, uh, and he's close to the brokenhearted. So we, we want that to be felt genuinely by the people who are hurting right now, because that is truly the only thing that will bring hope and relief for them. Okay, we will do that. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Monica, it's great to talk with you. Thank you. Well, Ethan Forhetz, again, Vice President of Public Engagement for Convoy of Hope. What is your website? Convoyofhope.org. Convoyofhope.org. Again, my guest today, Ethan Forhetz, Vice President of Public Engagement, Convoy of Hope. You can find out more at convoyofhope.org. They are on the ground throughout the central and southern part of the United States right now, just ministering to the needs of those who have been affected by these tornadoes. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Happy to do it. Thanks, Monica. Good talking with you. Bye-bye.